Greetings, Gruntlings! I'm Nick Jaley, and this is the Pork Rinds Podcast. Joining me all the way from Kansas City, Kansas. Earth, fire, wind, water, everything combined to make Captain Planet himself, John Vandervelde. How you doing, buddy? Doing all right, friend. How about yourself? I am hanging in there, per usual. Uh, do you have any follow-up for uh, the listeners or anything from the last episode? Not, not that I can think of. I can't think of it either. And I'm going to be honest, I can't even remember which idea was last episode. But, you know, we're, we're going to pop the trunk production here. So, no no judgment. What do, what do you think? Do you want to go here first with your idea or do you want me to lead off? I mean, I can lead it off. Go for it, Derek Jeter. All right. All right. So, my, uh, my idea is actually kind of an extension of existing apps or maybe just an app in and of of itself but i was thinking with my liked songs on spotify the other day uh, it's very diverse there's all sorts of songs on there Mm -hmm. Um, and i was wondering if someone saw my picture if they could guess if that was those were my songs so like my idea is a game for spotify where you you get a playlist oh oh can I not say that word? No, 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 for sure. No, I'm, I'm, I'm ooing at like, this is guy. I'm, I'm hand in hand walking with you. I'm like the Tin Man with Dorothy. <laughs> Follow that yellow brick road. That makes you Dorothy. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I'm from Kansas. Yeah. Um, But you have a, someone's liked list and you listen to as many songs as you want and you get like, what three profile pictures you have to create your own picture and or something like that and you have to guess it and it just um i don't know you get new music and you also just get to that little tiny serotonin uh dose whenever you uh like guess it correctly and you get to learn the foundational understanding that don't judge a book by its cover exactly exactly you know you you learn a little bit about people too mhm mhm and like maybe you could have like a bio or something on your stuff. That would probably make it a little bit e- like not easier, but more easy to be interesting. Yeah, or maybe to give them a little bit more to chew on to make their decision. Maybe more than a picture, like a mm-hmm. two truths and a lie, or you have to like truthfully say one concert you've been to in real life on there. There you go. I could pull out some concerts that might not match up with a playlist of my likes. You know, I've ended oh, yeah, up at yeah. some concerts over the over the years. I've been at a Bowling for Soup concert. I mean, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, and it, or even like Spotify could integrate it. Like you have to tag yourself at a show before it becomes like authenticated, mm-hmm. and then you're allowed to be one of those people that gets to like set up one of those and maybe that encourages people to go see live music yeah yeah and maybe actually this could also be because i was just thinking i was like this kind of sounds like almost like a dating app it does a little bit but like it could be like an extension of that like you know bumble friends or whatever Mm -hmm. um could be a part of that game because you already uh link up your spotify to a lot of those things you can absolutely or I guess you don't automatically, but yeah, it's it's available. Right. Well, and that, that would actually make it easy. Let's just, we're just going to promote this to Bumble, you know, because you already have your Instagram sitting up there. 
you get pictures of your Instagram and then you can also uh, get your playlist there. Right. So it would be like the playlist game or something. You could Mm -hmm. add that feature and you make your playlist and it shows two other people's playlists. There you go. So like, you, go. you could play it within the app or on Spotify in two different kind of ways. But go, there we go. what do you got? Uh, speaking to you, said the playlist game. Um, my name for it at the moment, not really like really confident about it, but uh, taste match. Taste match. Mm-hmm. You did like taste in music and you match it with somebody. Like I said, it's not not too confident. It reminds, it makes me think a little bit of food. Yep, exactly. And that's, I was talking it over with girlfriend before this and her idea was a uh, vibe check. Hmm. That's good. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to you, Morgan. That, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it could be even like lame, like match tunes, mm-hmm. you know, if it was Apple coming in on it and not Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'll chew on that. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. May- Maybe I can come up with something for next week. This is a great idea, and this is just free, right? Mm-hmm. As long as like you're paying for your Spotify or you have a Bumble. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. What What else do you have to add to it? What What would What would be your? Yeah, answer me this. What would be your songs on your playlist? Like, if you had to create five. Oh, I'd uh, probably throw in Stevie Ray Vaughan's "Dirty Pool." Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the artist's name is Cat Wright. The song's called All About You. Oh. Uh, what else? I don't know, because you could make it like, I wonder how many songs we would do. So do you do just five or do you do like, because I I'm guess saying, it would take a while. I'm saying five right now. Five, yeah. What, okay. what about Tedeschi? Any of them? I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd throw in a little Midnight in Harlem. Mm-hmm. And then they could just throw an old man up there and I'd, I'd, I'd look... They'd fool him every time. That's true. Throwing a little Otis Redding. Change is going to come. It's a good one. Real good one. I know. I, I would definitely have some Paul Davis on mine. Ooh, that's, cool that's night. Oh, yeah. Mine would lead with cool night. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about actually throwing in maybe it, like a Weezer or a Blink-182 in there. Like My name is Jonas. And then have somebody named Jonas in the pool with you. <laughs> <laughs> Just play mind games with them. <laughs> the AI just figures it out. Or just pick all songs with the name John in it. There we go. <laughs> or just by artist name. Like you got some Father John Misty. Mm. You got some John Cougar Mellencamp. Some John Denver. God, you're throwing these out of here. I can't even think of one while you're saying this. John Bon Jovi. There you go. There we go. John Legend. Ooh, John Lennon. Yeah. Wow. I feel like we should have thought of that one first. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Could say the Jonas Brothers, technically, just do J. Mm. Yeah, no, no. Wait, we no. could do the Jonas Brothers, and my name is Jonas. Like, go really hard in on the Jonas, but your name is John. And then really go. mess with them, because it's like, well, it's J-O-N. Is his real name Jonas, and he abbreviates it to John that way? I wonder if anybody ever does that. Oh, I'm sure. You get Tophers out there. If there's Tophers, there's Johns from true. Jonas. Yeah. I've never met like a holus. Holus, <laughs> like taking the the other side of Nicholas. I feel like that could get uh, mistaken for hello. It doesn't really roll off the tongue. No, nah, no, nah. no. Nah, but you get like yeah, at least you get like the N-I-C-K's, the N-I-C-K's, the N-I-K's. Yeah, you get Nico, Nico. Like I believe my name in Spanish is like Nico. Yeah, but can't guarantee that I haven't I knew spoken Nico much Spanish. In college. I wonder if his name was Nicholas. Hmm. We're getting a little deep here. 
Ah, nah. Kind of tangent in here. I can swim. We're fine. Yeah, this is fun. Listen to some of that sweet music while we're out here. I, I, I'm trying to think of what would be on my list because I feel like it has to like be a song that you really like, but also kind of like show a flavor of you. So you can't like yeah. double up too much. Like you said, either like a Weezer or a Blink-182 song, some sort of like early oddies alternative mm-hmm. music. I would have like <laughs> something in there, but probably it would be like Jimmy World, maybe like Futures. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I, yeah. I do like that track. I like that whole record. So any song from that record could be on there. No, I'm going to I'm going to take back my Blink Blink 182 and Weezer and I'm going to throw in a uh Oh, the format song um it's the one that you and I both like really like. It's from Dog Problems. I'm pretty sure. If work permits. If work permits. Nice. Yeah. Ah, that's a, that's a banger. I I could throw that one on mine as well. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I need good to listen call. to that album, actually. I haven't seen, listened to that in a while. It's a good front-to-back album. Mm-hmm. It's set up pretty orchestrally, kind of like a late Beatles record. You know, yeah, it, yeah. it's really like well-thought-out front-to-end. So, and maybe it, I just think that because it, I had that in the day of like a Discman and when you had to listen in order, or at least you're limited to one CD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's another, you could play that too, where you could just pick one album yeah, instead yeah. of a playlist. But my, I don't know, my problem with that is there are very few albums from front to back that I like, really like. Besides like, like now that's what I call music three and four. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or real talk, Fallout Boys, Infinity on High. Yeah. The Infinity Stones on high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of records from that particular period of time that I, I think, too, that I really like front to back. But again, I wonder if that is because I had them on CD and that was just kind of the way you consumed them. And it's that developmental period of your life. Sure, sure. And there's some like later like King Gizzard records that I'm that way with where I really like starting at track one and I like want to see it through. It's almost like I don't even want to start this record if I'm not going to get to the last song because that's what makes it all worth it. Fucking Rattlesnake. That's one of the most prolific rock bands out there, man. Oh, man. They're good. I'll, I'll, I'll give them their dues, but it's just it ain't me. Oh, man. They're new funk stuff. I think you'd really dig it. Um, they have funk? Oh, they have funk. Okay. I, I'll, I'll give that a listen. I'll give their funk. Send that to me. I'll give the funk album a listen. Fishing for Fishies. Okay. Are they, is it actually them saying like it's funk or are you calling it funk? That's a difference. They like literally, I believe it's like the second track is about like, I believe it literally has funk in the name. Okay. No, and, they, and they're going some pretty cool directions. Even their most recent record is, is worth listening to. It came out recently as we're recording this. Who knows when this releases? So maybe they'll have like five new albums out by the time that this comes out. <laughs> With King Gizzard, there's always something to like, but I think there's something to like here with your idea too. We're calling it what? The uh... go with Vibe Check. That'll be our placeholder. Vibe Check. That's great. Yeah. And V is like a really strong letter to have too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Vibe Check. I can dig it. That's a great idea. All right. Well, before we get to my idea, let's pause real quick to hear a word from our sponsor. 
This episode is brought to you by Begonia FM's Tech It Easy, hosted by self-proclaimed non-expert Lucas Sorez. The show is all about, you guessed it, tech. Big tech, small tech, high tech, low tech. Shout out to you. What was his name? T-Bone? T-Bone. Shout out to you, T-Bone. Technology has a profound impact on our daily lives. Lucas will cover current tech news, what he's geeking out on, and he'll give out a tech recommendation or two at the end of every episode. All Begonia FM shows can be found on Overcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, as well as our website, begonia.fm. Thanks to Tech It Easy for sponsoring this podcast. Is it T-Bone? Is it J-Bone? I can't remember. Fuck, it might be J-Bone. I think it's J-Bone. Shout out to you, J-Bone. Shout out to T-Bone, too. <laughs> yeah, shout out to T-Bone. Shout out to all the bones. Yeah. Shout out to, shout out to the funny bone. Especially Bone Thugs and Harmony. Going back to our idea before. I'm bad to the bone. I put that on my, on my, on my playlist. Ooh, there we go. Okay, so I did come up with an idea, and then I, I looked it up, and it turns out it already like literally exists. Uh, mm. Do you know how Google Earth it is now like a available program like with VR? Oh no shit! Yeah. So you can like you can just go, I want to go to Amsterdam. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. And it's actually like Google Earth like put their name on it. I was like, oh, Google Earth VR it was on my list. So like I looked it up real quick, and I was like, no shit, that's like already literally a thing and i was like this might be the thing that pushes me into vr yeah yeah especially during this like all these crazy times or if these times come again like i want to have some sort of vr to be able to get out you know i can't wait till studies come out about how that affects the brain like like be it because you know like every once in a while like i get that like feeling of like i just need to get to like nature for a little bit just to defrag and like, I wonder if VR would be able to do at least close to the same thing. Cause like there's what I'm basing this off of is like, there's a, there's a study that went that, uh, allergy sufferers that like just pictured a snowy mountaintop in their brains had like a 40% reduction in their, uh, uh nasal congestion. Interesting. And this is just like one study, but like the, the power of the mind is strong, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Have you seen cool. the film? Have you seen the film Aniara? I have not. No, it's like a Swedish sci-fi film, but there's like this AI sort of entity in it. But basically, like when you look into it, it kind of teleports you mentally with your memories to like a previous place. Mm-hmm. And in the film, it was like made for the first travelers to Mars, so they could like go back to like green and like meadows or like a river and be fully engulfed in it and just hearing you be like i need some greens it's like yeah that is just like a really human thing that like yeah no matter how far away we get from, like we yearn for it sometimes and maybe vr is a good option when it's maybe not safe to be out socializing with people mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. not my idea that, that's completely separate so here yeah. we go you're you ready for my idea yeah let's do this all right john you use toilet paper most days right Yep. And you've bought your own toilet paper, right? I have, yes. Are you like a, a double ply man? Oh, of course. No, no John Wayne toilet paper at all. Okay, cool. Like, what do you go, softness or do you like prefer strength or whatever? I do the uh, Charmin Soft. 
Okay, awesome, awesome. And what are the specific dimensions of the squares of your toilet paper? Oh, I don't know that. That's probably exactly. like four inches. Four inches. <laughs> exactly. And how many squares do you get in a roll? 236. Are you just guessing or are you just saying that? Guessing, but like for some reason I remember seeing a number on a uh, the little like plastic wrap that it comes in. See, and this is my thing. This is my problem. This is what I'm getting at today. This isn't so much like a, a new idea, but we need a, like a systemic shift in the way that TP is labeled. Okay. No more jumbo 18 equals 72. Like these arbitrary numbers. Like when I see that on toilet paper, I'm like, you're telling me that 72 toilet paper worth? Like how small were toilet paper rolls at one point? Well, single plies, you know? Oh my goodness. So in a day and age, like when transparency is key, yeah, this needs to be up front and center. It is like in the fine print at the very bottom because they have to like display dimensions on the front. Mm -hmm. That's just how, that's how this should be like sold. And you know, I'm yeah. American. So I want like square footage and I want overall length and like feet, inches or yards. I'm sure you can do the research and find that, but it, they should, they should put it up there right up in front. But go on. It, it, not much to go on. I mean, is there any reason we shouldn't do this? No, except for them cheaping out on their product. That's precisely it, right? Uh -huh. That's what they're doing. Yeah. So if we change the labeling game, have some accountability, we can actually figure out what the best toilet paper is and like what's more important than that. There's not much more important than that. We found that out this uh, about a year ago. <laughs> That's a great point. Had to buy some off-brand uh, toilet paper, and I, me and my butt did not like that. Well, just think, if if we could have regulated the amount of square footage that each butthole got, we could have maybe all had soft Charmin toilet paper during a really tough time, economically and otherwise for people. We also could have if people just weren't idiots. But go on. <laughs> yeah, well, that would... That, that always helps. Less <laughs> stupidity usually helps progress societies, but high waters lift all boats yes How, however that saying goes so mm -hmm. this, this is uh just i think just the beginning with toilet paper i think evolutions need to be made so we're just recon reconstructing the uh labeling institution like their kind of uh usda thing yeah but let's also make different ways to dispense toilet paper why can i not get toilet paper in a facial tissue style dispension where I'm just getting like a couple squares at a time instead of this roll that could not tear and then it gets on the floor and then you're like, ooh, do I want bathroom floor in my butthole? Like, where do I go from here? But if you could just pull out one at a time, like you would with like a dude wipe or like the thing like you put your ass on, like, what is that thing behind a toilet? You know, at public restrooms, it's like a liner, right? Oh, the little like sheet thing that has the punch out center? Yeah, but it's not really ever punched out. <laughs> You're trying to like, tear it and never like tears into a horseshoe. It always tears off one side fully. And then you're like, well, either I'm like tearing up little pieces and trying to put together a horseshoe. <laughs> Maybe we need to work on all bathroom paper dispension. I still need poop at home, so. Uh, all time year for pooping at home. Yeah. <laughs> I might set a record this year. Shout out to the home poopers. Yeah, because, I mean, there will never be a time like it. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it while it's happening. Mm -hmm. It's like LeBron mm -hmm. James. Like, don't take him for granted. <laughs>
But how, if you could have toilet paper dispensed in any way, how would you want? I actually would probably. Um, you have to fuck with dispensers, but like, I want a wider toilet paper. I, I hear that. Yeah. Wider I hand, got, wider hole. Big hand. Yeah. You got a big body. Big it's old never, hand. Everything's probably big there. So I don't want to touch poo. Yeah, and like, let's let's normalize stuff like wet wipes. You know. Yeah. These. These just need to be available everywhere. Mm-hmm, this is just mm-hmm. good hygiene. This is good for a on a societal level. I will tell you one thing to the the cur the cylindrical the, the conventional toilet paper roll as we know it now. Yeah. Is when you when you go to the hotels and it's been folded up like into like a swan or like a fan or something like some pretty design. If nothing else, like triangled off. That looks nice. I learned how to, I learned how to do a bow. One time, because the girlfriend was coming back from a uh, like work trip, <laughs> and, and I you tied... bowed the toilet paper. I yeah, I bowed the end of the toilet paper and like cleaned the rest of the house and everything. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's not that hard actually. <laughs> well, it's 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 once you see a video of how to do it, and also I'm one of those people that's really visual. It's like once I see something, I can probably do it. And you're just like you're like pretty smart, so you're like, oh, it's not that hard. Yeah, except for like for the rest of us, it would be difficult. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Do you think, do you think you could tie it long ways? Like do like the triangle fold, classic hotel move, but then tie it like a long tie. You probably could pull it off. Like a double Windsor, something like that. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> you're, you're pushing it too far, is, Nick. We're getting a little bit fancy here. <laughs> I'm I'm over here doing the little like origami like the one two three four the that little thing you know back in high school like the fortune teller thing yeah yeah like like the intro of Community the yeah. television show or for actually those you out know there. I'm over here making a little paper pirate hat and you're talking about going over and doing an origami like sculpture swan. Yeah. yeah and no way past like a swan too yeah the unicorn from Blade Runner there you go yeah. I've never seen that movie, so that seemed like such a grab. Ah, well, it plays a pivotal role, let me tell you. All right. The origami figurines are quite important in that story. But there's different cuts of the film, so sometimes you see it and sometimes you don't. So actually, the fact that I told you that, you might watch Blade Runner and not see an origami unicorn or see what it's relevant to. I don't want to give too much away, but, you know, it's Blade Runner. It's sci-fi. Weird, trippy things are going on. Yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford's running around. Yeah. I thought there was just a unicorn in the movie for a second there. That's why I laughed. <laughs> there isn't not a unicorn in the film. <laughs> there is a period of time where there's a unicorn on screen. Oh, there you go. In certain editions of the film. Ridley Scott's really finicky with his yeah. edits and cuts and mm-hmm. stuff. There's like a theatrical and then there's a director's cut. But we back to the wiping thing. I feel like toilet technology, maybe that's just like a separate idea for another day. We need to get mm-hmm, on that mm-hmm. and how like westernized toilets are just inferior in almost every way. But I think for now we're at, but for now we're at a good point. Uh, you're in on the square footage and just a more diverse range of butt wiping options. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm in on that as well. I don't think that's too much to ask. Destandardization. Yeah. So. I don't know. You, you heard us, TP people. But less ho- fewer houses would be TP'd. Well, there you go. If it was dispensed like you know, facial tissue. So that was there a we go. Flex this year, TP and people. This year? Last year. Oh. <laughs> oh Still yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, like. I wouldn't be opposed to going TPing now, even in my older age. 
kind of yeah. sounds fun to just like go like own somebody's house. Old legal John here. Problem with it being is you're old enough to be arrested now for vandalism. If you get caught. Yeah, yeah. But did, is your old ass going to run away? Uh, yeah. I guess you're, you're up against a cop a little bit older than you. So I was built, yeah. I was built for speed, John. Who are you kidding? Built for speed. We're built for jumping, though. <laughs> All right. We're going to pause one more time, and then we're going to get to from a certain point of review. This episode is brought to you by Begonia FM's Perlustration. How do you spell Perlustration? P-E-R-L-U-S-T-R-A-T-I-O-N. Thanks, man. Yeah. It's a film podcast where hosts Nick Jaley and Lucas Soares journey through movie universes from beginning to end, from Marvel to Fast and Furious to Planet of the Apes, and so many more. No cinematic world is off limits. Listen along as these two take on these completionist quests. All Begonia FM shows can be found on Overcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, as well as our website, begonia.fm. Thanks to Perlustration for sponsoring this product. Podcast. I'm leaving that in, no doubt. <laughs> product. Fuck, podcast. It was like a good, like, two count. Yeah. <laughs> I was like reading it from a little bit fur away. Fur. Fur away, man. My brain just kind of like figured it out because my phone's dirty as hell. But yeah, looked a little closer. Oh, it's a podcast. That that makes more sense. All right. As inventors, it's important to be aware of what the people want. And we've come up with a game that helps us get into that mindset. It's time for Planet Earth's favorite trivia game from a certain point of review. Here's how the game works. I'll read three reviews of a random product, with each review revealing more clues. After each review I read, I'll give John a chance to guess what the product is, his goal being to correctly guess the product with as little information as possible. I will use the word blank in a space of word that I think gives away too much information, and I'm not responsible for grammatical errors. I am reading the reviews as written, and I'm a bad reader too. So, John, are you ready to play from a certain point of review? Let's do it. Today's mystery product. Four and a half out of five stars. Hmm. 1,071 ratings. Hmm. 142 reviews. Hmm. Category is personal care. Hmm. First review four stars. They work okay, but the tip is kind of tight and small. Hmm. I'll just say like some form of ear cleaning device. Interesting. Just a shot in the dark there. Could you be more specific? Like a what you shouldn't use Q-tips for, like cleaning ear wax out. I don't, how much more specific do I need to be? Like, do I need to give you a brand name? Because I don't know a brand name. No, what, 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 what is that generally called? Oh, man. Um, don't know. 
Wax sucker. I'm going to go incorrect on wax sucker, and I, I, I'll i give you anything around a wax sucker in the... But we'll, we'll continue here. Okay. Second review, five stars. I use these for my facial routine. I like them. We'll probably purchase again. Can I hear the first one again? Four stars. They work okay, but the tip is kind of tight and small. Is it a? It's like an exfoliating machine, um, little like suction guy. It is not. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It is not. Incorrect. Okay. Third review. Five stars. Okay. Used for Aboriginal dot painting with my unit on Korora Aboriginal creation story parentheses when we study culture for those who are hesitant about using rods sticks to paint these work beautifully what the fuck the the only thing i can think of close to is like a pimple remover because those sometimes have like a little spike on the other end and might be good for stick and poke i don't this is a tough one man is that your final answer on the third review? It doesn't match up with anything, though. It doesn't, does it? Where where were you at the beginning of all this, John? An air cleaner. You were, weren't you? I was. Hmm. Is it a uh, piercing cleaner? It's the only thing I can think off of that one. I guess you were talking about, yeah. Um... He's just he's just kind of testing me. You just got a free guess in there. All right, whatever you say next is your final answer because you saw me shake my head. Oh man, I can't think of anything else. Wow, I can hear some listeners out there just screaming. <laughs> Are you ready for it? Let's go for it. Cotton swabs. What did the first one say again? They work okay, but the tip is kind of tight and small. And you were like, maybe it's an ear cleaner. And I'm like, could you be more specific? Yep. And then you went for the wax thing. And I was like, the t- I, I, tr- I tried to encourage you to go back there. You know what? You've won a lot, though, recently. I can't feel too bad for you here. Yeah, yeah. The tight and small is what threw me off. If it was just small, I would have been maybe closer. Apparently, these organic ones are like wound really tight. Yeah, yeah. I also thought it was kind of funny with personal care. Like the first one was like the tip is kind of tight and small. The next one was like I use it for my facial routine. I was like, maybe John will make like a really inappropriate guess, and I'll be like, <laughs> no, God, it's cotton swabs. She's a <laughs> man. Man, get a hold of yourself. No, uh, but you were right there. I mean, from the I, for a second too, I thought you were going to get off the first one. Yeah, I was yeah. about to freak out because then was, you would have like close. just been climbing this ladder, and I was like. Well, this game's over now. Like, <laughs> it's too easy for him. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody out there for listening. And if you did know it was Cotton Swabs before John, please email us. Send us a message. It's uh, The email is hello at begonia.fm. You can also just go to begonia.fm, go over to the contact page. You can tweet us at Pork Rinds FM. That's also our uh, Instagram handle. I'm on 
Twitter. I'm at Nick Jaley. John's on there. I don't know what his handle is, but you can find it with all the information I just gave you. We also have like an incredible amount of merchandise there. So if you go to our website, check it out. Check out the Twitch, the Patreon, the the Discord. Literally, we we have it all. We have the subreddit. We have YouTube. We I mean, I could just keep going on and on. We got it all, man. This is what we do here. But write us in. Send us a problem. Please, we'll fix it. You send us whatever, you know, is out there in the world that needs to be looked at. You know what John and I do. We fix mm-hmm. the problem. But here we go. John, what is your favorite temperature to set your oven to? 425.